beautiful, beautiful, and talented. I shouldn't emphasize beautiful. I should emphasize like smart. <laughs> You're right, Sarah. All of it. Sarah Rice is with hey, me. Hey, that's me. Yeah, we're supposed to like with women. We're supposed to not compliment their beauty so much. Oh uh, well, I'm like. You I like know, when people do that though. What is? Th- well, I saw the funniest bumper sticker. It's like. It said, or no, it was a coffee mug that said, like, world's okayest mom. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm fine with that. I know. Just okay. I'm like, okay, but whatevs. Fucking <laughs> fine. Everybody's fine. It's fine. That's what I was saying on that one episode where we were talking about kids and how everyone wants to believe their kid is um, exceptional. My kid's average. It's fine. It's totally fine. I'm so glad he's healthy and it got rid of his fang. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> you know, we have so much to be thankful for. And we, when yes. we uh, spoke with Rhiannon the other day on the um, advice episode, and she shared the struggles of um, caring for her son who has yes. special needs. I mean, there are a lot of people that have, mm. you know, a lot of things that they're going through. And uh, so it's fine if your kid's just average and hanging out and you don't have to deal with a lot of extra stuff because that's real hard. Yes, it sure is. Um, oh, yeah, gosh. right. We're we're see we're sensitive. You guys don't have to get mad. I'm always getting these emails saying we're too harsh. No, we're the nicest. I there was one that came through. That oh, there were a couple people that were angry. <laughs> it's like I'm always delivering yeah, this news. Sarah, here's who's angry this week. <laughs> a couple people didn't like when we were talking about. Um, your friend Devin from the show. Oh, okay. Who dated Big Easy. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. What What do you think was the attraction there? And you were like, well, I think he has deep pockets. And people thought that we were like being judgmental about no, that. Devin told me that oh. that's what she likes. <laughs> well, but maybe, <laughs> so I responded like and said, no, I think style. Sarah is just speaking from her own experience, um, you know, and knows her type, but it, you know, she actually well, said it to you. Also, she Devin was on another show called Girl Get Your Mind Right, where she was confronted by somebody for only dating men for their money. <laughs> so Okay, well then that's been confirmed. Opinion. And yeah. she's probably fine with that. That's she just told me she finds Well now she's I think she's either engaged or getting She's married. She's married. Are they married now? Maybe they're just engaged. Yeah. They seem very happy. Some nice Australian guy. Yeah. They, yeah. they look great. They, they're a very beautiful couple. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, but whatever. You know what? Lots of men and women are into deep pockets, so mm-hmm. go get it. I'm into getting me some deep pockets. Yeah. Like as in, I want my own pockets to be deep. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I sure do. No. I mean, I'm not even too concerned about deep pockets. I just want to retire with comfort. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's because I did it or my husband, whatever, we're a yeah. team. Yeah, I just we're like, in this together. I like to work hard and reap the benefits of that. You sound a little judgy. Do I? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, do I? I? I'm reading between the lines because you're like, I'm not gonna depend on my man. I. But if you were to look at the two of us, I think I probably depend on mine way more than you depend on yours. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe you're a little more even, and you're. I mean, please. Even. I don't even open the bills. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't handle that in my you, family. You don't, you're, that's not your gift. Not my, not my department. That's fine. He's so good at it that, yeah. like, what yeah. you know, 
I sign things sometimes. Oh, Lord. All right. Uh, anyway. But, you know, like independent woman and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, everyone has to find their own setup. Whatever. Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We, so on, this is episode 137, and last episode we talked about some women in the news and some, um... Kardashian drama and uh, Teen Mom yes. stuff. And so I kind of wanted to like, you know, keep moving into that. I've been thinking a lot about like, I've, I want to know your opinion. Yes. Let me get to the point. I love that. Anytime you want my opinion. <laughs> Lately, with regards to the show we were on, The Challenge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People go on the show, and then I notice that they come back, and there's naturally going to be some feuding, feuding and Animosity. beef and all that stuff because there's a lot of money at stake. People screw each other over, blah blah blah, because it's a game. But then you come back in real life, and you're like, I still kind of hate that person. Yep. Obviously, you know what that's like. Yep. So, but I I notice that people have been using their social media accounts as a tool or a weapon to attack. Or subtweet or discuss. Boy, the feuds. have they? Do you think it's gendered? Do you see it more on one? No, I think it's on both. It's just a different kind of attack. Tell me, because I think I notice the girls more, and I don't know if I'm just missing the boys because I don't follow them or oh, what. Oh, you know what? I don't see the boys doing it on social You're, media. There were a few times where they did. Like Frank, I know Frank and Johnny got into it on social media enough to the point where it landed them on Rivals 2 against each other. Uh-huh. So they, Frank, I think it was Frank and Johnny, had never met in real life, but ended up as each other's partners because they started a whole feud online together. Okay. So there might not be recent boys who are involved in this. But there sure as heck are guys from the past who have taken part in, like, the Twitter feuds. But the women are definitely, definitely um, vocal, to put it lightly, this season. Yeah. I mean, I guess I see that. I guess I see that, like you said, it's a different style. Yes, it's totally a different style. How do you—let's talk about it more broadly, about the way boys and girls— or men and women fight. Can you describe what you perceive as the differences? Oh, man. Well, I think it's the same as, as you know, when we were talking about comedy and humor in men and women and how with men it tends to be a one-upping situation okay. and with women it's more relational. I would imagine that the same thing that we do in order to get a laugh from somebody is probably, we probably attack with a similar... Um, I don't know, kind of uh, mentality or whatever. So if we... Uh, I think women probably attack more the relationship. 
they attack like the friendships and the relationships and they break women down with the same thing that you'd use to like build women up. Yeah. And I think men attack with the same instead of it being more about like, I don't know. They attack with um, I feel ways like to put each other down to make the other person look better. It feels though like it's more passive aggressive too. At with women, yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I don't know. I just feel a little disappointed. But on the other hand, I think part of that is because I'm so um, distanced from the show in my own life. So mm-hmm. I look back on those old episodes and I'm like. I laugh about it now. It doesn't matter. But yeah. when you're in the moment, right. it feels like your whole world. And it, I wish I could say to them, seriously, this does not matter. Let's pump the brakes. Do you think the stuff that they're fighting about are things that are happening in real time right now or things that happened on the show? I'm getting the impression that it's on the show. So okay. let me give but you some really examples. it feels like a line in the sand has been drawn because... With who? People like Jenna and Kayla... Oh, I see. You know, like people Pairing picking sides. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Um, recently, Camilla posted um, a tweet that said something to the effect of, can we please stop having super fans on the show? It's desperate and sad. Camilla said that? Yeah. And, and she was apparently subtweeting Kayla. Right. And then Kayla comes out and has this thing where she's like, I shouldn't even have to say this, but I'm not a super fan. I loved the show. Who I watched if you were? I watched it with my dad, and we bonded, and it was I fun. I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I put the tweet out on Brain Candy that said, for the record, like we think it's super cool that, you're, that people are super fans. We love challenge super fans. Because I, I want people to know that I am a, a former super fan. Right. I wrote Timmy a fan letter. I mean, for goodness sake. On paper, right. like a weirdo. I delivered it to him. I gave him my phone number and asked him to come watch the show with me. I get it. Like, I wanted to be friends with these people. And so I don't like that idea. Yeah. Oh, like, Camilla never watched the show before that she was on, or she's never watched a show and thought, oh, I'd like to be on that. You're on the challenge. Yeah. Did you never see it before? Right. And I, I who cares? I don't know. I got to talk to her about that. I really want to have her on 15 minutes of blame. I think, I think that's one of those things where they're just looking for what something. Maybe Camille's a hard person to, uh, like make fun of or hard person. And they're just looking for something, you know, I feel like there's a, there's always, that's one like being a, a camera hog and being a super fan are always insults that are thrown around that mean more in the challenge house yeah than they do in regular life yeah and it just seems silly like you're we're all we were all people who wanted to be on tv obviously so how are we pretending like some of us are like too cool for school and some of us aren't right don't be silly don't be silly but i also hate like the subtweeting where you're clearly talking about someone yes like I've I've done it and I probably will do it again. But when you're the one w- looking at it, it's like I want to oh, go back and look at this. Uh, I have to go back and look at the um, so you know then whole tweet thing. And I'm if you're a person that listens to us and doesn't watch the challenge, I apologize for all this like yeah. in talking. But yeah. uh, I just had a few things I wanted to discuss. So then I did a Patreon. 
interview with yes. Cara Maria, yes. which we've had her on before. She's always fun to talk to because she's an open book and she like doesn't hold back. And I noticed that she, she's perfect for reality television. She is perfect. And she um, came on the show, which if you guys want to listen to it, I'm posting it in patreon.com slash brain candy, which is where all, almost all of our uh, challenge content lives. We do lots of interviews with cast members. We talk about the challenge, all that jazz. Anyway, she was feuding with, I think it was Kayla also. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Remember? Cause she said basically about they ranked like the best challenger or people, something like that, or, or someone, there was some sort of list mm-hmm. and Carmaria made that comment, like one down nine to go or something. Oh. And then she texted me and said, I wasn't talking about Sarah. Remember oh, that whole thing? Got it. And oh, so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I know. Like putting and, pieces together And now. then she said some mean things about Kayla. And then what do people have against Kayla? Well, I don't know. I like her, but. Me too. Apparently, she and Jenna sequester themselves off, and that is always mm. like that's what happened with me and Kara um, Zavaleta. Yeah, you know, like if you kind of like it happens keep with Jenny yourself. and Nani too. Jenna and Nani too. Jenna's one who likes to do that. Nothing wrong with that. No, but it can rub people the wrong way if they feel like you're excluding them or you're too good for or something. I think it's like a having a human security blanket. Yeah, it's like their way of coping with the, the dysfunction yes. of the show. With the stress of everyone and has to do what they, they probably come from. They have multiple siblings, so they're used to having somebody around. That probably sisters. They can, yeah. You got to cling. to You know what my security blanket is? What Brooklinen? Oh, like an actual blanket, right? We uh, are you. I don't know if you have this problem, but I did. Which is, I want nice sheets. But I don't know the first thing about sheets. <laughs> like, I know when I like them. Yes, when so they feel amazing. This company, Brooklinen, it was founded by a man and a woman who went to a hotel. We've all done this. Mm-hmm. And you get in the bed and you're like, oh. Yeah, right? What is on this bed? What is that sheet? It's magic. And so they ask the hotel, do you sell them? They're like, yes, but they're $1,000. And so they were like... We That's can't ridiculous. afford that, yeah. and who can? And so they were like, okay. I love people to do this, yep. by the way, because I'm never going to f- form a sheet company, <laughs> but I'm so glad somebody did. They basically sourced the same places that make these fancy <gasps> nice. sheets, and they skipped the middleman and created brooklinen.com, and it's basically like the luxury sheets that you want. Please. Upgrade those ones you got for your dorm in like nineteen. Oh, for goodness sakes! Yeah, nineteen oh two. And if you're the man who's still, maybe Please. you're not the man listening to this. But if you are and you're using a flat sheet as a fitted sheet, it's cool for because sakes. it's a great way to upgrade your life. You spend a third of your life in bed. It's the most important thing to spend any money on. I think so, because it does improve your quality of life. So they've agreed to partner with us and offered an exclusive offer just for Brainiacs. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use code BRAINCANDY at brooklinen.com. I just put mine on my bed, and it's like... Oh, I can't wait to feel them. Sleeping on sunshine. Oh, my God, I can't wait. 
You can snuggle with me. I'm going to. Actually, you're sleeping over tonight because we're going to the yes. thing tomorrow. So maybe you can snuggle. Um, but I just think that if you are in the market for sheets, and you should be, these are a great way to add some luxury. $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code BRAINCANDY at brooklinen.com. Um, so we did this interview, Carmarie and I, yeah. and I, I asked her about it. I'm like, why? what's the beef with Jenna and Kayla, which she calls Jayla? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that and, means they were like a real thing. Oh, and I know how those girls get, and they're real, exactly like I imagine you and Kara got. Yeah. Real giggly, uh-huh. a lot of inside jokes. Oh my god! And a lot of looking at each other, and then looking at somebody else, and then looking at each other and laughing. A lot of that. Yeah, I figured. And it, people don't like it. No, I was often the girl who was being looked at and laughed at, so I did not care for those people. I mean, to be honest, me and you were kind of like that on the ruins. Yeah, we weren't making absolutely. fun of anyone, but no, we were like that. But we um, were, we were. Yeah, we, we were. were like that. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. I'm totally like that. Well, anyway, you can listen to the whole episode, as I, as I said, on Patreon. But what I wanted to get at was why it feels like they're bullying. Because they are bullying. Okay, so what do you, like, do you think it's sort of fair game because of the show? Ooh. Or well, what? no. I mean, I had a really big problem with this when I was on the show myself. I said, I went around, like, basically preaching like girls support girls like girls do not tear each other down and um there was an argument that ashley and um oh my god i always forget her name who's litterbug not simone oh ashley and simone got into got into an argument and i remember going in there and just being like you are playing into oh like all the worst qualities that are, are all the worst female attributes you know mm-hmm. like it's like everything that the guys on there called them they lived up to that you know they were being real bitchy to each other they were being real catty they were teaming up against each other they were making fun of each other for their like bodies and physical stuff and it felt like put in that environment, you know, sometimes like people don't know what to do and they get physical. Well, I think often this is how girls fight. And instead of fighting with their fists, they fight with their words. And it really is a, um, you're just, it's like the the lowest common denominator, I think is that it, it there's a really low moral bar mm. you know yeah and once once they're and whatever starts off the season will run the course the rest of the season so like if it's about girls being supporting each other mm-hmm. then that energy will continue if it's about a girl a bunch of girls tearing each other apart that energy continues did you ever bully anyone on the show i think the most I, I would say a little bit of what we did to Kellyanne was kind of bullying. Really? I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, in a way, it's all in like if because uh, I always think of bullying as more like 
But we weren't malicious. Yeah, it wasn't being malicious. No. But we did kind of take advantage of what we saw as like her shortcomings. Okay, that's it. That's what we did. <laughs> I think, yeah. And I would never, ever make fun of somebody for like their body or. I do, however, can get really condescending about people being idiots. If I feel like you're dumb. Yeah. Well, so this is what some people say about us when they write to us and they complain because they say that you guys say or preach was the word one person used that girls support girls. And in fact, you said that earlier today, but sometimes we don't practice what we preach Mm -hmm. that, you know, we, we can be a little condescending. I'm sure. sure, And I know I need a reminder every now and then it's not, I'm I'm going low. <laughs> I know that. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I I definitely bullied people on this show. Who? I, I, Do you remember I, who? I, I think I bullied Evelyn. Oh. Uh, what do you, like, what's like a go-to, like, what do you... Like, I, I remember when I was really mad. It wasn't on mm. camera about something. And I referred to her, her as a little girl. Oh, okay. And uh, was like, physically, I was... Um, she was sitting and I yeah. was standing and I was like towering over Oh my God, her. I've absolutely done that. Yeah. And I have it, bullied people. I felt like at the time that it was justified, but looking back, I was like, I used my position politically yeah. to intimidate. That's bullying. That's exact. Oh my God, I've totally done that. Yeah. Uh, you know who I bullied? Siobhan. Like what? I, and people will totally agree with this. I made her quit. Oh, really? I mean, I, I used... My persuasive skills to convince her to, well, I mean, she was going in anyway and I didn't convince her to quit, but I told, like, I was like, you are holding back the team. Like we, if you're not going to be here for the right reasons, you have to go. And I think she either, she either quit or somehow I talked her into either going in, voting herself in or not performing. So... But it was the best thing I could do for my team. Right. And we ended up winning and I made it to the end. Right. I mean, I got second so, place. All's well that so, ends well. Um, I just wonder, the reason why I even take the time to discuss this on the show is just because since our president uh-huh. is a reality TV president yes. and has, uh, you know, is known for his charisma and entertaining abilities was um involved in wrestling and all of that stuff and i so he was elected people yeah. a lot of people really like him and i wonder like to what extent reality tv has contributed to uh-huh. a cultural yes. shift towards bullying as cuz th- there's been this movement against bullying since like columbine and stuff yeah. but then it also feels like more like trolls online um, and things like that. So I'm wondering, like, what's the influence or cause? That's a really good point that it seems... Because if I were to just think about it, you know, and I think about children in elementary schools or high schools today, and I do see a lot more understanding and acceptance, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like it's, it's... become more, I don't know, is polarized the right word? Like people are either 
more in one direction or more in the other direction now. Read that thing that you said you had about your school. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a really appropriate time to talk about this. So I'm in this MFT program, graduate program for marriage and family freaking therapy, where we're supposed to be learning about how to be the most understanding and compassionate people around. And there was a letter that had to be sent out from the director of the program to all the students, basically about bullying Mm -hmm. and telling everybody that there have been reports of incidences of, um, like microaggressions and bullying and just ill treatment towards some classmates. And this is taking place in a therapy field in Mm -hmm. graduate school where he had to reiterate what the code of conduct is and saying that these things will be taken, uh, you know, very serious. And I feel like I know the individuals who are doing this and it is not men. Well, yeah, because you said last year that there were some ladies who you felt... I think, did I talk about it on the podcast? I probably did. Maybe. You felt like they were making fun of you on your answers and like every time you'd raise your hand, they would like snicker and stuff like that. Yeah. They would make me feel almost like I was being like... And bullied is such like a harsh word for it almost. It almost feels as the quote unquote victim of this that I don't want to use bullying because then that means like I'm a target of bullying, mm-hmm. but uh, which is so sad. But they would just make me feel like my desire to learn more or know more was silly and a waste of their time. And when I would raise my hand and, you know, they would like roll their eyes. Right. And I remember feeling so, I mean, I talked to you about it. I felt so shitty and I felt so bad about myself. And I'm a freaking grown ass 31 year old woman who, you know, has fairly decent confidence. Right. And that's how bad I felt. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if you're somebody, somebody who isn't, doesn't have a strong of sense of self? Yeah. Right. And that's what I wonder about because it feels like everyone's just horrible to each other now. It does. And you know what? I feel like there's more of an awareness of in-groups and out-groups now. Yeah. In whatever way. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Oh! I mean, this isn't, this is like sort of along the same lines, but above in-group and out-group thing. But I went to go hang out with a friend of mine who I've known for pretty much my whole life, who has a very different political uh, viewpoints than me. Yeah. And who has very different political viewpoints than me. Uh, 
And it was very difficult for me to have a conversation about anything that was topical or of, you know, happening right now, uh, without being a little condescending and almost feeling like I'm bullying. And there was like a back and forth, like there was a sub conversation that was happening. It's difficult when someone says two plus two equals five to not be like wanting to pull your hair out and sort of be like, but except that it doesn't. Right. Well, she, <laughs> we were watching, we were sitting in a group and somebody mentioned like, oh my God, yeah, you know, because like our president, blah, 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 said something about our president and oh, it was about the the wrestling thing yeah. or whatever. And this friend of mine says, well, I don't believe anything I see on CNN. I mean, that's, I don't believe anything I see on that. Okay. And I was just like, CNN, CNN, are we like... This is crazy to me mm-hmm. that they've that you really think that you know a huge major news net corporation is I don't know and so you felt like videos. you were condescending in your response oh with everything I said after that that hurts everything I said to her I, I would just be like okay well oh, oh man you know because it, it, it's I hard to do it. but. You know. It was hard. And I think because this is another thing, we were really close. It mm-hmm. was easier for me to be condescending and almost bully them. Yeah. Her. So I think to relate it back to the challenge, if these people were just meeting up at a party or one night or one event, it wouldn't get to this point. But there's a level of comfort. Like when you're able to talk about, when everybody's just, there's no filter. There's nothing is is uh, for your you, you know just your own. So I feel like in that environment, it's easier for people to be mean and for people to be bullying towards each other because it's like everybody's brothers and sisters. I find the code of ethics among, between boys and girls to be interesting. For example, when I was talking to Car Maria, um, forget how it came up. Uh, but she was talking about how she, when she cheated on Abram, like she made out with that guy, Tom or whatever, and how she's still hearing about it on social media and everyone slut shames her and stuff. Mm. And then when she was on this last challenge, that guy, Tony was there. Yes. You know, that guy. (gasps) And she said something about how he hooked up with, I think it was Camilla on that show. I don't remember who it was. I think there was a hookup between Tony and somebody on yeah. the next challenge. Yeah. And Car Maria was like talking oh my God, about it. I think it. you're right. I think that's who it is. Yeah. Camilla and Tony. And Car Maria was talking about it on the challenge, and all the guys were like, Shh, don't say that. He has a family. Don't talk about that. That's inappropriate. So instead of looking at him and saying he has a family so he shouldn't be hooking up with other people how? they're mad Ugh. at her for pointing out how it's that's gross and it's a double standard that Super. they do with the men it's all like hush hush everybody protects each other yeah nobody talks about johnny's infidelity you're totally freaking right but Suze. the women are held to this ridiculous standard where if they slip up once with a kiss it's like Get the red, the scarlet letter. And she's not married. She doesn't have any kids. It's not a situation like that. 
She can do whatever the fuck she wants. And I thought that she made a really good point because I've seen that firsthand where the guys keep each other's secrets. I absolutely have seen the don't say, like, what are you doing? Um, Oh, my God. I would say the one with Vince was the same thing. What do you mean? Vince and... Oh, yeah. some. I think she brought that up. Wasn't it Camilla? Oh, I don't know who it was with, but Carmarie was like, Vince, Tony, these guys, everyone like turns yeah. a blind eye to their yeah. behavior, but all the girls are like... And then like, they refuse to talk about it in interviews, so it doesn't turn into a thing. But if it's the girls, everybody talks about it. Mm-hmm. That's so messed up. Yeah, it is. I and didn't even think about that, Seuss. But I mean, it's not like one person is orchestrating it. It's like we all agree to these weird societal right. arrangements right. and participate in them without realizing it. And um, I see it in, you know, with the the viewers of the show too, what they talk about, who they're mad uh, at. Right. It's mostly the girls. People didn't like that Johnny the took that money, but with uh, uh, Bachelor in Paradise, too. Yeah, right. And obviously everyone knows that. There's no, like, male equivalent to the word slut and things like that. But when you see it and someone points it out, you're like, dang, that's gross. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, so you mentioned a little bit about our, you know, current president. Yeah. And the bullying... And well, it's sort of the culture of, like, the, let's not be politically correct, so let's say whatever we want. That right. thing. Oh, my God. That is that is what's happening. And that they make fun of conservatives, or I'm sorry, liberals for being snowflakes and needing safe spaces. But don't you think if that's going to be the message of the president, then maybe it would be, uh, I don't know, that the vice, that they're, the first lady should pick another cause other than bullying I just don't know why she did that. Why? did Cyberbullying? Right. It's so weird. I mean... Everything feels like it's a... This is... We're being punk. Like it, like it's a joke. Like... Because she could literally have picked almost anything else and we would have been like, oh, okay, whatever. But she picked the one thing that everyone thinks... Like, you know, everyone associates with. What does she even have to do? Like, what do you know anything that is? Does she have any plans of what she's going to do to try to stop or prevent cyberbullying? I don't happen? think she's started yet. Like, you know how they say, "Think global, act local." <laughs> Charity starts at Charity home. Charity starts at home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's just so such a bizarre one for me. I want to take a break and talk about something that I love in my house, which is, you actually said you're getting yours today, your subscription to Books Flowers. Oh, yeah. Well, they already came. My husband arranged them oh, for me. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, if you are a person like us who really enjoys having fresh cut flowers in your house, then you should get a subscription at books.com, which is B-O-U-Q-S.com slash brain candy. And, um, they are offering 10% off the regular price for all of our listeners, which is really cool. I just think it's a nice thing to make sort of every day a kind of a special day. And it's really fun when you get, a, you know, order a regular subscription and you forget that you get them. Yeah. And they show up at your house like today. Yeah. Like, yes. That was my gift to my sister for for Christmas. Oh, that's such a good one. I was like, what can I get her? Because she's one of those people. It's hard to buy for 
and she sends me a picture every month when they come. Aww. And it's just a special thing because then it goes all year. Yes. Where she's reminded, oh, Susie loves me. That's great. Yeah. So uh, if you're thinking of a gift for somebody that's hard to buy for or want to make a special memory, that's a good option. Um, yeah. So the that it's been on my mind, the bullying thing, because yeah. I keep seeing it. On, and then, so what I was getting at with Cara Maria mm-hmm. is that after we finished, we had, we, I think we talked oh, for right. over an hour. And I asked her about everything that I was wondering about, even with Abram and stuff. And then then not two days later did I see some stuff on social media where she was calling him out. For, Abram? Yeah. Oh. Pardon me. For um, being with, like, gross women throughout their relationship and oh. that she was going to have to get a... Um, a STD. No, she said that. Uh-huh. Oh no! And like she was saying, she was fine. It was the Fourth of July because she was like Independence Day has a whole new meeting now. Uh, I think they were kind of like on again, off again. Must, of course they were. Yeah. I don't. I think they were living together. Oh, at this moment, no, I'm, because she said that he had a lady friend staying with him at the moment. Well, I mean, they were living with each other, right? I don't know. But I just know that, so I had to edit out some stuff that would normally have gone into that episode. So you, she asked me to take out some things, but. Well, and I feel like you can just go and see everything that you need to see on social media. Yeah. I mean, it's clear what the what's going on and that and she feels betrayed and. Oh, how sad. Well, especially because she revealed in the interview mm-hmm. that she had not even kissed anyone since him. Oh. Car Maria with a freaking hot bod like that. She goes, it's not that I couldn't find anybody. It's just that nobody's got her motor running, you know, and she just feels like nobody Mm. compares Mm. kind of thing. She should definitely get with a guy who drives a motorcycle. She could, I mean, honest to God, she could have anyone. Anyone. She's so lovely and pretty and fit. Yeah. And seems like a nice lady. But unlucky in love, at least, at the moment. Hmm. So you should check out that interview, though, because I want to know what you guys think about it. And, like, I don't know. Because we were talking about all the girls and the Laurel thing with the panties at the reunion. And there just seems like there's a lot of drama and it's not clear to me why. Well, I have a, I feel like there's something sneaky going on this season with the way that they are allowing challengers. I feel like challengers have very loose lips this season. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And that's unusual. Yeah. It seems like it's gone in another direction that we've never seen before. And it makes me think that... It has something to do with what we're going to see play out yeah. over the course of this next season. That's what everyone keeps saying. Well, you'll see on the show. You'll see on the show. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I've got. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Carmory and Johnny are doing an event together. Where? We should go. The Tampa Takeover. Oh, God. Live music, celebrity volleyball, and a VIP meet and greet. Who's the VIP? I think <laughs> Lordy. August 5th. I feel like I just did an ad for it. August 5th? Yeah. 
Wouldn't he be shooting the champs versus pros? I shoot, man. I don't know. That's a real good question. Because when does that start? If he goes, then maybe he's not on there. What if, what if he weren't on the next one? That'd be weird. That'd be so. Why would weird. they miss out opportunity? Why would they do that? That would be crazy. Maybe they asked him and he said no because Sarah's gone. <laughs> what he if? Got scared. That would be the funniest thing. I hope that that's. Carmery also put up that she thinks that they should remake American Gladiators, which they should. She should be on it. That's what she said on there. Yeah, she's. Right I agree. About Why that. don't they redo American Gladiators? That was a great show. Sure was. The one of the women who was an actual American Gladiator, I think her name was either Storm or Ice, was the <laughs> wrestling coach and U.S. history coach at my high school. You got to be kidding no, me! No, swear to God. What? Thousand Oaks High School wrestling coach. No way. Look it up. Was she nice? She was really nice. Very sh- shorter than you'd think. This is classic Sarah. <laughs> oh, by the way, 10 years after I met you, an American Gladiator taught history at my school. Let's see. Thousand Oaks High School, American Gladiator. Hmm. Nothing. I'll have to look into Sarah's it. Sarah's making shit I'm up I'm not. Again. It was a long time ago. It was years ago. Uh, make sure you guys leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. If you get Brooklyn and Sheets, tell me if you love them, because oh, they're yeah. amazing. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.